Hello, stackers, and welcome back to another Creation Corner episode. We've had a bit of a lull in our recording schedule recently because of approaching summer and people with jobs and lives and everything, so getting together to record has been a little more challenging than usual, and that's okay. That's just the way life is, and I'm sure you understand. So to fill the time, I've been doing a little more special episode creation. This time we're going to take a look at our current location in the game, and that is the city of Karavi. It's a harbor city on the main island of the country named Kasara. In terms of history of this place, when Thane and I were first discussing creating this podcast world and coming up with places that could be of interest in it, Karavi was actually one of the first places that we thought of. Having a little island country with a memorable feel to it was something that we really wanted. We love the idea of this place where uh, I struggle to remember how much I've revealed on mic, but we wanted it to be a place that was tied very firmly to its roots. And so I remember Asimaris mentioning that the boat-shaped roofs on the houses were a tie to the people who originally settled this city. They came on shore and then needing shelter built rude constructions, including their boats, so that they would have a place to shelter. And then over time, as the city grew, they decided to hold on to that architectural feature. And so many, if not all, of the houses or buildings in Karavi have an upside-down boat on top. And over time, these boats have become more elaborate. They have found better ways to preserve them and to make them weatherproof. And so you've got all sorts of interesting things going on in this city. But I thought what would be fun and good, if only for me, would be to take this Creation Corner episode to draw out a map. I've threatened to do that in the past, and I guess I'd like to go ahead and do that now. So what I will do through this episode is I will sketch out the city of Karavi and try and fix what it looks like so that we all have a common picture of what the city layout is like. I won't be doing detailed stuff like panoramic views or anything like that, thankfully. Remember, please, that I am no cartographer. If you're looking for fancy maps, you will want to go to people like Pat on our Discord, who goes by Foot of the Mountain Adventures on Twitter, who does great map work. And if you're looking for commission work from somebody, he is a good person to go to. If you'll recall, he did our maps for Siragavan earlier, actually last season. So don't expect anything wonderful out of this, but what I'm going to do is as I draw, I'm going to take pictures as I develop things, and that way we'll have a sequential growth pattern. And then I'll post those pictures in Discord. Now's a good time to plug the fact that if you're not on our Discord yet, please take a moment to do that. We'd love to have you drop in and become a part of our conversations. We have all sorts of fun conversations and activities and so forth. It would be wonderful to have you join us and share your thoughts and your experience. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at stackadice or email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And oh, by the way, we now have a coffee page. So if you're interested in supporting us, look in the show notes for information about how to do that. You can send a few dollars our way. Over time, we hope to improve the offerings available on our coffee page. So be sure to check that out. Drop in if you have a few dollars. We'd love to have your support in that way. And please know that any money that you contribute to the show, we will use for the show to improve our sound, help pay the hosting fees, and that sort of thing. With all that said, I figured we could go ahead and get started. 
As I said, I'll stop periodically to take pictures so that you can see the sequential growth of this as we go. In looking at our wiki, and I'll include the page for Kassara in our show notes also, you'll see the three islands, the three main islands of Kassara laid out. The central island is Yukonos, which is where our current story is, episodes late 130s through 140s. At the south end of Yukonos, you see a spit of land, and then a bay set into the land, and then another promontory sticking out to the east of that. And Yukonos is nestled right into the north end of that bay. What I want to do is start with that vague shape, that north end bay, and so I'll put that on my map. But then at the north end of this bay, there's a harbor. And so what I will do is give some more straight lines that show some of that harbor. Now in my mind, I have a fairly good picture of what Karavi looks like. And that picture has been guided somewhat by a city or a little town in Italy that is probably, you, you may have seen it around before, it's called Manarola. It's on the Ligurian coast, which is up way up north on the western coast of Italy. And I'll share a picture of that too in the show notes. Everything's going to be in the show notes. And what's neat about that picture, it, first of all, it's enticing to me. All the buildings are different colors. They're jumbled together and they go up a hillside and, and it's just stack upon stack of buildings going up this hillside right there on the coast. There's a little haven for boats down at the foot of the hills and a little cove. And then there's a breakwater. So I'm going to include a breakwater in our image. It's a pile of stones that help reduce the power of incoming waves. So over time, as the people settled this, they included a man-made spit of piled rocks that helped to reduce the force of the incoming waves in stormy weather. And that helps to protect the boats that are sheltered within. And then I'm going to provide some topographical lines to show beginnings of elevation. And before I take my first picture, the last thing I want to do is give a vague form to the outskirts of the city. So let me do this. I'm going to do some more elevation lines. There's a hill over to the west. And then a light line that represents the outskirts of the city. So I'm going to take, stop and take my first picture here. I have my first picture, and this represents the general shape of the city of Karavi. There's the harbor area, there's the mole, the, the piled stones in the mouth of the harbor that help to protect the boats, and some vague elevation lines. This gives you a sense of the basic part of the city, the first picture. Once we have that established, we'll go with the key landmarks. So the party first landed on a hill west of the city. And so I'm going to put an X there to mark where the airship is. And then the west gate of the city is not far from there. Now, I say west gate. Typically, you would see gates in castle walls or fortified cities walls. I don't see Karavi as fortified necessarily. They may expect that by virtue of being an island city, that they're already somewhat fortified. They're separate from everything, and anybody who comes to them has to do so by boat. And so they likely anticipate that the water is going to be their primary means of defense. But for whatever reason, they do have a gate on the west side of the city. So I'm going to put a little gate with some towers on it. And I suppose in my mind's eye, what I see is that the buildings themselves form that outer wall. And I won't be doing every single building. Uh, that would be more time than I want to put into this episode. But I will put 
the beginnings of some sharper lines and then the start of some buildings along that wall. And the buildings, again, in my mind's eye, are different sizes, different shapes, different depths, heights. The roofs, of course, are all sorts of different fanciful shapes of boat hulls or something approaching that. At first, when the road goes into town, it is somewhat broad, but it almost immediately branches out and begins to wind through the city. So I'm going to do some roads now, and I'll throw some buildings in here for a little bit of texture, but overall, I'm just going to leave most of this map blank. And this almost feels like veins in a, in a human body. They just kind of go wherever it felt natural for roads to go. Some of them don't go anywhere. They just kind of dead end, and those are fun little places to get lost. But then I, I'm going to drift away from that and head down towards the dock area, because this is really where we have focused our attention. This is where the midnight market is. So I'm going to draw a series of stalls. There needs to be room, of course, for offloading of goods from ships. And these stalls, as we've mentioned in our episodes, are all pretty much uniform in shape and size. And each one has a little back compartment separated by a black curtain. And this is where illicit trade goes on. This is where either better stuff goes or stuff that is illegal or stuff that a merchant doesn't necessarily want other merchants to know he has. And of course, I'm rushing through this map, and so it's going to be quite a bit messier than I would like for it to be, but this will give the sense. I'm going to give a little gap in some of the booths to allow people chances to get through to other sections. And then the city surrounds that central area. Maybe we'll put a well in there so that people have access to fresh water. It would have to be a fairly deep well, I'm assuming, with its proximity to the salt water of the bay. And after I finish the midnight market, I'll take another picture. And I hope I'm conveying that the market is a bit of a labyrinth. There's all sorts of little side trails and booth gaps and all sorts of things to allow for lots of vendors, but also make it visually confusing for the players. Uh, there's a series of buildings that line the docks, and then there's an alleyway, which is where Dimitri tried to hide during the fight. I'm going to put a diamond by that, where the fight with Karapalas took place. And the last thing I want to do before we take another picture is place the dubious dinghy. That's going to be to the right of the market, and I'm going to put a DD on it for dubious dinghy. And then just south of the dubious dinghy is the patio. I'm going to put some little dotted stuff along it to show this is the patio where the meeting with Papa Nico takes place. So time for another picture. And again, in this picture, we have the west gate to the city of Karavi, some of the twisting roads, and then to the east and south, we have the midnight market and the dubious dinghy with a little diamond marking the alleyway where Dimitri tried to hide and ended up taking on two of the Karapalas assassins. There are booths, some of which I could have drawn as being slightly destroyed, a well and the dubious dinghy inn right there alongside the harbor and the patio, which marks the place of the meeting. So from here, I'm going to add some more city stuff. We've got more buildings along the outskirts of the Midnight Market. Many of these blocks are going to be similar to European cities where you have squares of buildings, although not much in Karavi is at right angles to each other. So I'm going to draw some more roads that reflect that. 
Part of the reason for the disarray of the city is the fact that it's built on some pretty hard rock. And so rather than take the time to remove the rock, the people built around it. But then as time progressed, they got access to more and better tools, and they were able to smooth out some of it. But for the most part, they have taken delight in having a city that is conformed to the nature around them rather than adjusting nature to suit their needs. There are a couple entrances into the market, and I imagine that the buildings looking in on the marketplace are rather grand in appearance. Uh, These would have been some of the early, more prosperous shop owners, people who would have a need for keeping tabs on what's going on within the marketplace or at the docks. But the dubious dinghy stands alone. In a later episode, we will see that the east side of the city actually climbs the arm of land that sticks out, and that is so that those who live there have a view over the ridge and to the eastern sea. So a lot of the richer families, the older, more established families, are going to live on that arm that sticks out toward the sea. They can therefore take advantage of ocean breezes, fresher air, and have prettier views. So I'm going to draw very roughly a series of buildings going up that eastern arm. And then as the road that provides access to that arm goes, it's going to need to begin to zigzag up to make it easier for carts and people to get up that road. And this would probably be a a lot more cut back than I'm showing, but it gives the sense. So you would have buildings along here, again, fronting that eastern side of the city. Perhaps the higher up you go, the thinner the buildings get. We'll even go off the map a little bit here to show that. Once you get above a reasonable height, uh, you start to get to more terraced living, where you have walled gardens, vineyards, orchards, that sort of thing, that take advantage of perhaps some of the... I, I imagine this is a volcanic island, and so the volcanic ash is good for growing certain things in. Uh, you're going to have grapes and perhaps oranges, maybe even olives, things that can take advantage of the soil. I'm now going to go back to some of the roads. We're coming up on a picture time here shortly. But inside the bowl of the main city, it's easier to have roads that are level, if not straight. And as I draw, I'm trying to give a sense of the chaos of the streets. It feels chaotic as I'm drawing it, and looking very ugly, I might add. And somewhere back in this jumble of streets is Mariam's hideout. And what I'll do is I'll hatch in where buildings are. So some diagonal lines to show that this is where buildings are to help make better visual sense of what's going on in the map. I'll put a white box that I won't hatch in to show where Mariam's home away from home is and where the party finds itself for a little bit of time. And we're coming up on another picture here. Now if I really wanted to do this a fun way, I could do this with the pattern language book in hand and see what I could do to make things make better sense as we have done in the past with Arden. But again, this is just kind of a messy exercise to try and get something down on paper. We finish up a couple of roads here and then we'll take a quick picture. We're hatching to get the sense of things. There's the alley. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, time for another picture. All right, in this next picture, I'm slowly building out the road system of the city. If you look, I'll try and highlight this in the image before I post it with a, with a red box. I can see where I put Mariam's hideaway house. 
Off to the right, on the east side of the city, we have the established families' houses going up the ridge. And then at the north end of the ridge, there are walled enclosures, hastily sketched, that would indicate where terraces or gardens or orchards or things like that are. And the switchback road that gets up there, shaded in areas that indicate where crowded buildings might be. And remember that in many cases, some of these blocks I call them blocks, but they're blobs, (laughs) would be exterior-facing buildings with an inner courtyard that all the buildings face into, and it would be a place much like Womberbash wandered into. But hopefully this is conveying a sense of just how chaotic it is at street level. So I'll do a little bit more here before we conclude this episode, but I just want to give a sense of the wackiness of this place. So one more, I'll try and get some more road system in. And then we will consider this episode to be done. Not much in the way of green space in this city. I suppose if the people are interested in that, they'll just go outside the city. As you get further from the docks, I imagine that the buildings get more crowded, more heavily tenanted. And this is perhaps where some of the poorer people live, down in the bowl. It would probably be fairly smelly down here too. Along the northeast edge of the bowl... I can imagine that houses would be built right up to the slope. And so some of these houses would either be built right up to the stone or actually burrowed into the stone some to give the inhabitants a little more security and room. Again, if you have a moment to check out our show notes, be sure to go to the link to Manarola. It is a gorgeous little town. I would love to go there and check it out. It doesn't look like it's very large, certainly not as large as I envisioned Karavi to be, but it just... It captures my imagination, and it's part of the Amalfi Coast. So many people love to visit. So some more roads, a road that cuts back on itself very awkwardly. A big old block that would have lots of people crammed into it. I may retract my earlier statement. Maybe it's a low wall outside the city, about waist height. Not enough to cause problems for anyone, especially if they're trying to break into the city, but enough to give a sense of separation from the countryside without. So I'll do some coloring in there on the west side. And I might as well make at least one of the roads from the west gate connect. But just imagine that there are lots of little arterial roads that branch off and do all sorts of crazy things within the confines of the city. The perfectionist in me is cringing at the awkwardness of the roads and the way I'm drawing them. But alas... I need to be able to get this episode out. So there you go. I've, I've got enough to give you a sense of the city. And so I'll take one last picture. And then I think on this last picture, what I will do is I'll try and highlight again in red some of the things that we have talked about during this episode. And there you go, stackers. Again, be sure to check out our Discord. I will put these pictures into the Art and Such channel on our Discord server. Mark each one with Karavi, K-A-R-A-V-I. So if you're able to search through, you should be able to get to these pictures at any point. Hashtag Karavi. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's, again, a messy exercise, more of a, a help to me and the players in visualizing where stuff is in the city and how things are laid out. And for those of you who have not yet caught up to this point and maybe listening ahead, I've tried not to reveal too much. Hopefully your interest will be piqued and will help to drive you to this point in the story. There are some neat things going on, 
a lot of player-driven stuff that has been a lot of fun to see unfold. I hope you'll join us next week as we continue our ongoing story. We have one recorded actual play episode in the bag. Now it's just a matter of cleaning it up and getting it ready. And that will be next week. And then after that, we'll have a few more weeks, perhaps three weeks of special content. And we'll see what happens after that. We are getting close to the end of our fifth season and getting ever closer to the end of our main story. And so it's been exciting to me to see everything unfold. I had no idea how long it was going to take at the outset, no inkling of how much fun this was going to be. And judging from the comments that you've shared with us in our Discord server and on Twitter, I'm very thankful that you have enjoyed it as well. So until next time, I hope you have a great week ahead. Thank you for joining us, Stackers, and we hope we'll see you again at our table next time, right here at Stack of Dice.